You're listening to The Message from the Hillsborough United Methodist Church, our weekly sermon broadcast available for working around the home, your commute, or wherever God calls you to listen. I cannot hear this text from the letter of James without thinking of a sermon that my wife Melissa and I heard nearly 20 years ago now. It was still, this particular part was quite memorable. No puedo escuchar este texto de Santiago sin pensar en un sermón que mi esposa Melissa y yo escuchamos hace casi uh, 20 años. El pastor contó una historia sobre sí mismo. The preacher told a story about himself. He had been shopping at an outdoor market, buying some fresh fruit and some other things from the local farmers. Había estado comprando en el mercado, comprando fruta fresca y otras cosas de las agriculturas locales. Se encontró con una mujer en un calle que no se vea muy bien. He happened to come across a woman in an alley who didn't look like she was doing very well. She was half sitting and half lying on the ground. Estaba medio sentada, medio tumbada en la tierra. Ella se ve mareada. Fue un día caloroso. Ella no podía levantarse. The woman looked dizzy. It was a hot day, and it was obvious that she couldn't get up. El pastor no pasó simplemente en otro lado que la calle, como esas personas religiosas en la historia del buen samaritano. No, se detuvo y habló con la mujer. No le dio una pieza de fruta de su bolso. No le ofreció un poco del agua que tiene. No la ayuda, ayudo a llegar a la palabra del autobús, parada del autobús, para que pudiere, pudiera llegar a casa. No. Se detuvo y oro con ella para que Jesús entrara en su corazón. Y luego la dejó terida allí, sintiéndose muy orgulloso de sí mismo por lo que hizo por ella. This pastor did not just pass by on the other side of the road, like all of those religious folks in the story of the Good Samaritan. He actually did stop and talk with the woman that he found there. He did not give her a piece of fruit from his bag he'd been shopping. He didn't offer her some of the water that he had with him. He didn't help her over to the bus stop so that she could get home. Instead, he stopped and he prayed with her, 
Specifically, he prayed that Jesus might come into her heart. And then he left her lying there, feeling very proud of himself for what he had done for her. It seems to me that that is the kind of dead faith that James is warning us against in the passage today. Ese es el tipo de fe muerta contra la que San Diego nos advierte. Es una fe que está tan preocupada por el fiel al nombre de Dios, tan preocupada por ser salvo, que olvida que Dios dice, que Jesús dice, Amarás a tu prójimo. It's a faith that is so concerned about being faithful to the name of Jesus, so concerned with being saved, that it forgets that Jesus tells us, love your neighbor. That pastor had everything that he needed in order to help that woman. Ese pastor tenía todo lo que necesitaba para ayudar a esa mujer. He had his groceries with him, and he had plenty to share. He had the extra time. He didn't have anywhere to be. Llevaba las compras con él y tenía mucho para compartir. Tenía el tiempo extra. No tenía que estar en ningún lado. But instead of food and water and a little assistance, he offered her a prayer and went along on his way. And he was proud of what he did. He was telling this story as something that he had done well in faith. Pero un lugar de comida, agua y un poco de ayuda. Le ofreció una oración y siguió su camino. Estaba orgulloso de lo que hizo. No se estado presumiendo de ello. Podríamos decir que se fe estaba ciega a las necesidades reales de la gente. We might say that his faith was blind to the real needs of people. But I don't think it was blind faith. It was instead dead faith. Pero eso no es fe ciega. No, eso es fe muerta. Santiago dice, ¿De qué aprovechará si alguno dice que tiene fe y no tiene trabajos? Si un hermano o una hermana están desnudos y tienen necesidad del mantenimiento de cada día, y alguno de vosotros les dice, ¡Id en paz! ¡Calentaos y saciaos! Pero no les dais las cosas que son necesarias para el cuerpo. ¿De qué aprovecha? Así también la fe, si no tiene trabajos, es muerta. James tells us, what good is it to say that you have faith when you don't have works? If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace. Keep warm and eat your fill. And yet you don't supply their bodily needs. What is the good of that? 
So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. Sometimes in the church, we have gotten stuck in arguments about faith and works. Which is more important, faith or works? Which will get me into heaven, faith or works? Am I saved by my faith or am I saved by my works? But those aren't the right questions. It's not faith or works. What is important is that faith works. Faith works. A veces en la iglesia hemos discutido demasiado sobre la fe y los trabajos. ¿Qué es más importante, la fe o los trabajos? ¿Qué me llevará al cielo, la fe o los trabajos? ¿Soy, soy salvo por mi fe o por mis trabajos? No son las preguntas correctas. No es fe o trabajos. Lo importante es que la fe trabaja. La fe trabaja. Faith, if it is a living faith, has to produce something. A living faith produces fruit. It does something. If there is no fruit, then we know that the faith is dead. La fe, si es una fe viva, tiene que producir algo. Una fe viva produce fruto. Si no hay fruto, entonces sabemos que la fe está muerta. No. Los trabajos no nos salvan. Es la fe de Jesucristo la que nos salva. Es la gracia del Dios Todopoderoso que nos salva. Pero no somos salvos por una fe muerta. Somos salvos para una fe viva y fructífera. No, works do not save us. It is the faith of Jesus Christ that saves us. It is the grace of the Almighty God that saves us. But we are not saved for a dead faith. We are saved for a living, fruitful faith. I've been thinking about what kind of works faith does during a time of pandemic. Because it's very different. It's very difficult. We pastors are used to saying, go out into the world and don't be afraid. Connect with other people, share the good news. But during a pandemic, that becomes complicated. Don't go out into the world. Stay home, stay safe. Keep your distance, cover your face. What does faith do during a pandemic? He estado pensando en qué tipo de trabajo hace la fe durante una época de pandemia. Es muy diferente, es muy difícil. Los pastores suelen decir, sal al mundo, no tengas miedo. Conectate con otras personas, comparta las buenas noticias. Pero durante una pandemia, Eso, eso es complicado. No salgos al mundo. Quedarse en casa. Mantenerse a salvo. Mantén su distinción. Cúbrete la cara. 
qué trabaja la fe durante una pandemia. ¿Cuál es el fruto de la fe? Podemos hacer nuestra parte vacunándonos y usando máscaras. Podemos llamar a las personas que están aisladas. Podemos orar y donar para ayudar en caso de desatarse. Es posible que podamos unirnos para hacer kits de limpieza de un cor. Podemos organizarnos contra la injusticia. Podemos mostrar gracia y paciencia unos con otros. Porque todos estamos luchando. Podemos difundir la alegría en el mundo. We can do our part by getting vaccinated and wearing masks. That could be some of the fruit of faith. We can call to check in on folks, especially those who find themselves especially isolated in this time. We can pray and donate toward disaster relief. We might be able to, to come together to make UMCOR cleaning kits. We can organize against injustice. We can show grace and patience with each other because we are certainly all struggling. We can try to spread joy in the world. ¿Qué otra cosa? ¿Qué puede hacer la fe? What else? What can faith do? I want to hear from you. What can faith do in a time of pandemic? Look at your priorities. Yeah. What else can our faith do? Yes. Help your neighbor. Absolutely. We can collect food for the food pantry as we're doing each first Sunday of the month. Yeah, good. There are many things that we can do, even in this difficult time. Hay muchas cosas que ayudo en el tiempo. El pastor Jorge no sabe que voy a hablar de él. Se está preparando para la ordenación como presbítero en la Iglesia Metodista Unida. Y una tarea que tiene se llama Proyecto de Fundidad. Tiene que demostrar que su trabajo de fe produce frutos. Pastor Jorge doesn't know that I'm going to talk about him. He does, like, since 30 seconds ago. But. <clears throat> he is preparing for ordination as an elder in the United Methodist Church. And one of the assignments that he has is called the Fruitfulness Project. He has to show that his work of faith produces fruit. Pastor Jorge's project is called Welcoming Immigrants. 
the Bible tells us that we are required to welcome immigrants in the land because we were once immigrants. And I know from my part, at least, that my ancestors did not come here with documents. El proyecto del pastor Jorge se llama Bienvenida a Inmigrantes. La Biblia nos dice que debemos dar la bienvenida a los inmigrantes en la tierra porque una vez fuimos inmigrantes. Y sé muy bien que mis antepasados no vinieron aquí con documentos. Como parte del proyecto, el pastor Jorge lidera un equipo para ayudar a dos familias a na navegar el proceso de inmigración. Una familia es de Guatemala y la otra es de Honduras. Y tú puedes ayudar. Puedes ayudar orando por estas dos familias y por el pastor Jorge. Puedes ayudar dando dinero para ayudar a, a apoyar el proyecto. Y también puedes ayudar realizando una formación para conocer tus derechos o santuario. Hablo con el pastor Jorge después del servicio para conocer más sobre este ministerio que promete dar buenas frutas. As part of the project, Pastor Jorge is leading a team that's going to help two families to navigate the immigration process. One of those families is from Guatemala, the other is from Honduras. And you can help with this project. You can help by praying for these two families and also for Pastor Jorge and his work. You can help by giving money to support the project. The fundraising goal is $4,000. And if you write a check and put welcoming immigrants on the memo line, we will make sure it gets to the right spot. You can also help by participating in a training to learn more about what immigrant communities are facing and what you can do. Those trainings will be on Zoom, so you can even do it from home. And you can talk to Pastor Jorge after the service to find out more about the exciting work that he is doing. Work that promises to bear good fruit. Will you pray with me? Oremos. Holy and gracious God, your Son, Jesus Christ, came to walk among us, to know our journey and our struggles, and to save us with the gift of faith. Dios Santo y Misericordioso, tu Hijo Jesucristo vino a caminar entre nosotros, a conocer nuestro camino y nuestras luchas, y al salvarnos con Él, de la fe. He did not save us for a dead faith, but for a living faith, a fruitful faith. No nos salvo por una fe muerta, sino por una fe viva, una fe fecunda. Enliven our faith today so that you can grow a bountiful harvest in us. 
aviva nuestra fe hoy para que puedas hacer una cosecha abundante en nosotros. Amén. Thank you for listening to the message from Hillsborough United Methodist Church. Our senior pastor is Clay Andrew. Our pastor for Las Naciones Hispanic Ministries is Jorge Rodriguez. Our media ministers are Kevin Proctor, Janica Stewart, Perry Hume, Al Dietrich, Christy Proctor, and Dave Rose. Presently, our live stream of services are available at 10 a.m. on the Hillsborough United Methodist Church YouTube page. You can find out more, like us on Facebook, or subscribe to our YouTube at hillsboroughumc.org. Thank you.